everybody! Thank you for downloading this mini movie review. This review is on 2017's Death House. And you don't even have to tell me. I've already heard that this is probably hot garbage. It's a big mess. I haven't heard great things, but I have to check it out. It has quite a cast. And I'm like, you know what? I have to. I have to support all these horror icons. They got all these people there, and I'm sure they're giving it their all, and it's going to be great hopefully on the acting scene but it sounds like maybe the plot or maybe i don't know i'm not sure what exactly is wrong with it but it doesn't sound super promising so we'll see let me tell you a little bit about death house okay like i said 2017 american horror film it's written by gunner hansen the original leatherface texas chainsaw y'all that's definitely in my top 10. so it's written by gunner hansen directed by harrison smith it has a huge cast of horror icons including Kane Hodder, Barbara Crampton, Bill Mosley, Dee Wallace, Tony Todd, and Camille Keaton. According to Wikipedia, Hansen originally wanted to bring all these actors together, and, you know, maybe they had high hopes. This cast also has Adrian Barbeau, which I'm excited about. It's got Michael Berryman, Sid Haig, Lloyd Kaufman, Felicia Rose, and many others. It was released September 2nd, 2017 at the Central Florida Film Festival, and also in the United States, February 23rd, 2018. It runs approximately 95 minutes. I'm ready to go see this car crash of a movie. So I'm going to go check out 2017's Death House, and I'll be back and let you know what I think. you guys they <laughs> watched death house oh let's talk about it let's let's get into death house it really wasn't that bad at least it wasn't as trash as i thought it was gonna be i've seen a lot worse i've sat through a lot worse i didn't want to turn it off it wasn't like it was unwatchable so here we go um i'm gonna go through some of it with the plot from wikipedia because i'm a little lost but man, you know what the funnest part about this movie is? If you're a horror fan, just going through and picking up all your horror icons out of the movie was probably one of the best parts, which is probably what they were kind of going for, like, or at least that's something that's good that they had going for the movie, because there's so many different horror actors and cameos in this that you're just like, oh, there's so-and-so, and oh, there's so-and-so, and oh, that's funny, that's so-and-so. I was a little bummed that Adrienne Barbeau didn't make an actual physical appearance. She's only as the narrator. I didn't really notice it though at first when I the movie ended I was like where's she where's she at and I was like was she the narrator and then I went back and looked and they were like yeah and I was like well you get what you get it was very fun for that it was fun to just like pick everyone out you could tell they probably all had a really good time shooting this of course Barbara Crampton and Dee Wallace brought it so I was all on it for that especially Barbara Crampton Dee Wallace I I was a little bummed out because I was hoping she was building up to something she plays Dr. Fletcher or something like that and she, her hair is fantastic. It's like she's all white and she got caught in like a windstorm. It's just like pushed back. And I was like, yes, girl, your hair. She's so, what I liked about Dee Wallace's character is she's so monotone and just like calm. And then when the shit hits the fan, she's still calm. 
And then towards the end, she was kind of starting to kick it up. And I was like, oh, cool. Maybe she'll do what she does in a lot of movies where she just starts throwing out the F word and like takes a gun and like is just losing her mind. You know, she ends up dying. You win some, you lose some. So let's go over the plot here a little bit. It was a decent plot. They had they had a story. It fell apart. It got complicated and it fell apart and it got kind of silly. But they had a decent story to start with. There's a place called Death House. I was like, they could have picked a little better name, but okay. It's like a prison and research place, and they are trying to, like, fix prisoners. I don't know if it's so they can release them or not, but they put them in all these, like, virtual environments and simulations of their crime, and they're studying their behavior, and they're trying different methods, and they talk about a couple different killers. And it starts out this agent, she's, like, in a simulation. She's taunted by this neo-Nazi criminal um, who is played by Kane Hodder. He's not my favorite. I don't know why. Something about the way he acts or his face or something. I'm sure he's a lovely man. It just seemed kind of corny. Or he was really forcing it. Because it was really hard to tell in this opening simulation. Because everyone else looked like it could have been maybe World War II. Because it was like Agent Boone and then Kane Hodder. She was going to capture Kane Hodder. But then she had to kill this mother and son to keep her cover. And that's like her sin, you know, that she did. And she feels really bad about it. But like he, everyone else was wearing black. It was all dusty and like old... And then he's got just this red button-up shirt. And I was watching it with Mike and we were like, is it supposed to be World War II? Like, I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know. And then the fact that it's a simulation, you're like, all right. So anyway, that's why she's there. She's introduced to Dr. Fletcher, who is D. Wallace, and another agent, uh, Novak. And he's there for his own stuff. And some of, you know, I'll tell you this for the movie, the gore was good. It definitely made me cringe a couple times. It, it got a little silly towards the end. But there's a really good amount of blood. There's a great amount of organs, intestine. There's some, like, knife cutting the throats. That was, like, it was a lot. So I will give it that. I was like, okay, well, at least they're, you know, they're stepping it up on that. I mean, at the end, there was these, like, people that were, like, inside out, skinned inside out. They were still alive. It was really freaky. So that's some positive stuff besides the actors in it. Because I'm sure they all had a great time. Kane Hodder included. No offense to him. I'm sure he's great. So then they take Boone to the cell and she executes a serial killer who looks like who murdered her mother she watches the death the the killer who killed her mother apparently is danny trejo did know he was going to be in this i was like oh trejo so he was in there he killed her mother in the simulation d wallace takes novak and boone to her colleague dr karen redmayne who is played by barbara crampton and she explains that she's more like a scientist and there's also a bunch of other women scientists in some scenes too that i was like hey woman i'm one of those uh, she explains that the death house uses drugs and machines and simulations. And they start talking about different uh, to like fix the inmates. And they start talking about the inmates. There's leather lace, which is like a play on leather face. It's a female chainsaw killer. And they had had her listening to like 200 days of like motivational speaking in the shape of her father. And she was still really angry. So I was like, I don't think it's working. And then there was also like the icicle killer. Then Boone and Novak have like a virtual reality tour of the death house. It has nine levels. I think it's supposed to be similar to Dante's Inferno. The lowest level has the most dangerous, the five evils. Like they really get into the evils and the God and the Satan. And then like it bounces back on atheism and agnosticism. I think they were trying to be edgy or something, but it seemed kind of weird. Because there's even a part where like Agent Novak goes and meets Sid Haig. Just like hanging out on a beach chair or whatever in the woods with these two, like a man and woman that are naked and like tied up and then he kills them by like stabbing him in their back and then he just starts like ranting on about his agnosticism for no reason and then it just cuts out of the simulation like i was i'm like all right so then they're like okay so these five evils they're in the ninth floor of hell or death house whatever they're supposedly immortal so we're like okay fine 
So then Boone and Novak take a shower together, which was weird. Uh, it was like a small shower. Like it was a decent conversation, but the problem with this movie is they didn't have the best sound on certain parts. It was a little hard to hear the volume, like of the actual voices. Not necessarily the sounds, but the voices. So like we ended up having to turn it up and like during the shower scene especially, you could hear a lot of just the shower going over the voices. So that would kind of throw off the movie a little bit too. It was noticeable. As Boone and Novak are talking, they realize they don't really remember much about their lives. And immediately when they said that, I was like, okay, well, they're part of this experiment, but they just don't know it. I, immediately, I was like, they're part of a simulation. Because even when they were putting on the, the VR glasses and stuff to watch the tour, I was like, why would you even trust that they're not going to mess with your head? I'm like, everything they're doing here, and then you're willingly putting stuff on your face. They learn about these people that they, the victims. So they have to like set up these victims for the simulation, and they use real people. They change like their makeup and their breast size and things or something. And it's just all these people standing there and they're like half out of it, just like lay standing there. And they use the homeless people for that. So they pick up all these homeless people and they use them as sacrifices or victims. And they kill them during these murder studies. Because instead of just having a simulation of a death, for some reason they have to like actually implement a more death to figure this out. It just seems like a sick game that all these people are really into. And it's a pretty hardcore facility. I mean, it's there's security guards with guns and things like that and they just keep these like victims like suspended animation until they're ready to use them or whatever so then there's a guard outside it cuts to this guard outside the prison and he's walking around talking about how long he works he's worked so many hours and then there's like a sound and he goes and checks it out in the dumpster and this boy who you don't really know who he is uh attacks him jumps out and it was crazy because i was like okay so maybe there's like child killers too they didn't really talk about that it was more like a profile of people who killed children and bathed in blood and things like that so this kid like jumps out of this dumpster attacks the guy he was hardcore like he sticks a knife in the guy's chest twists it the thing about this movie immediately he, he puts his hand into his stomach and just starts like pulling intestine out and that's another thing about this movie it was real quick to be like look we can just rip out organs in two seconds i don't know if it's because some of it was supposed to be like paranormal or something because some of them are supposed to be like necromancers so I was like maybe that's why so this little boy like pulls out all these organs and he sticks this beepy thing this um explosive device in the guy's stomach and then he starts taking the organs and just putting them back on top like oh they won't notice just like covering it up the other guards find him and they bring him in and the doctor who plays this trying to save this guy the save the the security guard is Lloyd Kaufman and he's from trauma movies he's like the guy who runs all the trauma movie thing so he's kind of making jokes you know about it like oh this guy hold the hold his guts in you know he's that's the only thing keeping him alive and then they're like well what's this beeping thing like having like coming up on a radar thing and then right when he goes to pull it out it explodes and that's when everything pushes forward in the movie a lot of the groups are kind of split up and it throws off everything in the in the building putting it into like an hour-long shutdown system kind of thing where it triggers like a power failure there's a failsafe where, like, they can let out some gas to kill everybody. It's all bad. So during this, Boone and Novak are trapped in with Dr. Fletcher. So they're, like, in their own separate thing in the elevator. Personally, I think I would have maybe stayed there, but they end up leaving and climbing out. So after, like, this hour, it's supposed to, like, failsafe to this gas that's supposed to kill everybody. Somehow it doesn't work. Instead, because this facility has this stupid thing about all the cages or whatever opening, everybody gets out. You have all these psychopaths getting out in your building, and I was like... That's not good. This is like probably a $5 million facility. What are we doing? And part of me was also like, okay, I can't really be mad. Because with the five evils and everything being below and things, they really did kind of remind me of Cabin in the Woods. And I love that movie. If I can forgive Cabin in the Woods for having that button that releases all the creatures into one of the best scenes that 
I watched like three times in a row when I first saw it, where all the creatures come shooting out of the elevators, then I can forgive this movie. So I was like, okay, I'll just move on. So Kane Hodder and all the other inmates get out, right? And they start icing everybody, just slaughtering all the guards and just like beating everybody. That leather lace chick is not reformed. I don't even know if they're trying to reform. I guess they're just studying the murders. It really doesn't make any sense. Kane Hodder gets shot. Everyone thinks he's dead, but then he comes back because he's like immortal or something. He's been studying the teachers of these five evils. So he's like, I don't know. He's got like some special stuff going on. So he survives and he gets all the inmates together and they were going to go down and get freed through the five evils. And at the same time, Boone, Novak, and Dr. Fletcher get kind of the same idea. They're like, we can't get out the way up. We got to go down. You know, let's go talk to those evil dudes and maybe they can help us and free us. Why? I don't know. During this, Dr. Redmayne gets killed, and that's Barbara Crampton's character. And during some of the stuff of going through all the inmates, they come across the three Satans. These guys were a hoot. At first, I was like, did they really just call them that? And I'm like, oh, no, they're crazy. That's what they call themselves. So it's these three guys, including Sean Whalen, who was one of the, the, the guy who lived in The People Under the Stairs, that movie. He was the guy with no tongue in the basement. So he's in this movie. So it's the three of them are sitting there, and he thinks, Sean Whalen thinks he's Satan. The guy in the middle thinks he's the son of Satan, and the guy on the left thinks he's, like, the creator of Satan or something. And they're all just, like, bickering, and they're all tied up. And Barbara Crampton's messed with them a little bit. So they end up killing her. The middle one ends up taking off. Um, the son of Satan has, like, a mask that he has to use when he murders or something, so he can't. But the other two or whatever take her out. So you got the three Satans. Then the one who gets his mask back heads down to the ninth floor, Okay to the ninth level or whatever. So don't forget about him, son of Satan. So Boone, Novak, and Dr. Fletcher are getting out of the elevator trying to get down to the lower level. They try to hide from all the prisoners clinging to the staging room of the homeless victims, and Dr. Fletcher loses her grip and falls. It was kind of... I wish her death would have been a little bit better. It was still... I mean, she slipped and fell off the body. Dee Wallace did, and then, like, landed on her hand, and I don't think she was quite dead, but then she died. I don't know. So she's dead. They all get down to the five evils, right? There's the five evils. One of them is like Michael Berryman. Uh, one is Bill Mosley. Like I said, when they were talking to the three Satans with the female scientists, there was four female scientists behind Barbara Crampton. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then when they all went inside, the four scientists were just like talking in the background all excitedly. And I'm like, I think they're probably talking about recipes or maybe not passing the Bechdel test. I don't know what they're talking about, but they're really animated considering they're talking to these three psychopaths in the other room. Uh, so it was just kind of weird that they threw that in there. It was a little hard to not notice them just standing there. Anyway, I'm a little rambly. This movie's all over the place. So yeah, they, so they're down there with the five evils. And right before that, this part is when the movie really fell apart. Up until this part, I was having a good time. It was fine. I didn't quite understand what was happening, but it was fun. And the gore was good. So Boone and Novak, the FBI agents, are trying to beat Kane Hodder and the other guys down to the ninth level. So they're like, well, we're going to have to shoot down this elevator shaft, right, to the very bottom. How are we going to do that? I don't know. My hand. So they wrap up their hands. Barely. They wrap up their hands. They're hanging onto the rope and they're like, ready? Okay. Just like how we're going to do this. And they have their guns. They each have like a, just like a handgun or whatever, like a nine millimeter or something. And they're like, let's do it as if this is going to do anything. And then they just drop. They, they drop down this elevator shaft, holding on with one hand while it's just like, psh, like ripping the crap out of their hand. But apparently it's not because they wrapped it up two times. I'm like, there's no way. And then they kick into, like, this 90s, like, grunge rock sort of thing that was like, boom, da -goom, da -goom, as they're going down. And then the whole time they're shooting just at nothing, as if it's going to do anything. They're going so fast. They're just shooting. 
And it's kind of cool, but it was also like, oh no. The graphics got kind of blurry, they got kind of glitchy. And then it was literally like they just plunged into the crap of the movie. Like that was, that was when it started to lose me. I was like, oh no. So they get to the bottom and they beat Kane Hodder and them there. Not by too much, by a little bit. By now they show up to the five evils. There's been like a sacrifice or something. The, the son of Satan guy with his mask, he's crucified on this cross type thing. You can hardly tell it's him without, it's just got the mask there and then like just pieces of, of him. And Boone and Novak realize that their memories are false, like I thought. They were former prisoners and subjects of Death House's experiments. So they're told that the evils need to be released so that the agents can pursue them in order to maintain the balance of good and evil in the world. And then there was like some enchanted intestine that danced around and showed them like a message. And then Kane Hodder was like, I love you guys. I've been studying you. And they're like, you know nothing, Jon Snow. And he was like, what? And got tears in his eyes because he was wanting to be immortal like them. And he got all sad. And then they were like, no, you're only a pawn in our escape plan. And he's like, oh, tears. And so then the gas finally releases throughout the death house. I mean, now that I think about it, maybe this all happened in an hour. And they were trying to get out before the gas went off, I'm guessing. Because I don't see why the doors would open, though. Why would you open the doors? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, that could be it. Maybe they were trying to get out in an hour. <sighs> Either way. So, the gas releases. All the inmates collapse. Kane Hodder disintegrates in this really weird, glitchy-looking thing that looked real bad. The two agents get out. You know, everything comes back online. They escape. They're like, oh, what are we? I don't know. Oh, we'll find out. So they're going to go find out their true identities, and that's the end of the movie. But that's not all of the movie. There's another part that had nothing to do... I don't know if this was just people being evil, like, in order to propose that people are violent because Tony Todd has this thing in the beginning and the end that doesn't make any sense and at first I was like well maybe he's capturing homeless victims but they're in the middle of this desert so and it's always women so far and then something about going to a farm and I'm like well maybe he's just crazy but it goes nowhere it's like starts out with him capturing some woman and then he's like a necromancer thing he can like dig into her stomach but then he, she's okay and he's just being all creepy and then he like throws her in a van and then at the end he's doing like the same thing with another woman and then it ends and I'm like well what does that have to do with anything I guess just to show evil, I, maybe I'm missing something. They don't even talk about it here on the Wikipedia article, so I, I don't know. Sorry I got all flustered there and just rambling on with this movie. It was not good. It wasn't a hot mess or it wasn't, like, terrible, but it just really fell apart at the end there. But it was really fun to see all the actors, I'll give you that. It was really fun for that. The gore was good. So I'm going to rate it elevators. Let's go elevators. Why not? No, no, no. So I'm going to rate it. In Satans. We had those three Satans. Let's go with that. So out of 10 Satans, I will give this movie four. Four out of 10. Mostly for the gore and just the actors. And I'm sure they had a good time doing it. The plot fell apart. The graphics towards the end fell apart. The acting's not great. The sound doesn't sound that great. I mean, it had a three on IMDb, but I, I, I want to give it a little more than that. So four out of 10 Satans is what I give 2017's Death House. Thank you for listening to this mini movie review. <laughs>